Cup. I'm proud to present a glittering new season celebrating the barbaric ballet that we call Rugby League. You must feel pretty confident with that uh, additional bulk he's put on. Now watch the defence, it'll be fairly uh, violent I would imagine. Now the Gladiators, Hoppawati with the left forearm. It was as nasty as we've seen for a long time. A little bit out of character, he's a very clean player. Manly slumped to eighth on the ladder. Slanging match. He's only five metres from the line. And he's hurt on the burst. He runs into a wall. Certainly got some forearm in it for some damage done to him with a boot or a knee. But my heavens, he's really bleeding. He's come out of it very much the worse for wear. Bleeding like a stuck pig out there. And the crowd's starting to go wild. Intercepted. Shows it. Goes outside. Depth, steps again. Steps again. He gets it down. He gets a try. Yes, it's a try. It's a sad, sad commentary on the mentality of some of the idiots that follow Australian sport. Now, please welcome your muscle-bound maestro, Stephen Ferris and... Chris Gale. As they... G'day, Chris. Hello, Stephen. Now that... That should be the ad for the Vegas excursion for NRL in America. They get more than. Doesn't tw- that say it all? Well, here we are. We're less than two months out, and they've sold only twenty thousand tickets in a approximately sixty thousand capacity stadium. Stephen, right? Have you seen the ad they're running? I have not. What are they, what's the angle? What's the uh, the premise? How much money do you think the NRL would have dropped on developing an ad to appeal to the American market? Uh, with Mojo. Yeah, well, if Mojo was still around. Five mil? Yeah, well, you would think. Yeah. I think that's what they've spent, and they've come up with the tagline, wait for this. Okay, I'm ready. No pads. Oh, no pads. No helmets. Right. But here's where the money kicks in, yeah. no fear. No fear. Right. And how do they show that? Broken um, bones, blood, gore, Rex Mossop. Basically, a compilation of Jorge Tafua tackles yeah. <laughs> and all those acrobatic sideline tries you know highlighted by dominic knight last a season a little bit of lodge work Newcastle. maybe yeah. matt lodge yeah yeah well no lodge is not in do there do the americans fear lodge it is an atrocity free ad okay and it's not uh getting any returns Stephen, because well, here we are know. in summer because it's our fire up summer up special yeah and they've only sold twenty thousand tickets to- well that's obviously where they've gone completely wrong that 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 intro there just sums it all up for me yeah that's what you sell right yeah totally a lot of blood a yeah. lot of violence a lot yeah. of fear Mossop puts bums on seats. Absolutely. Uh, so, I mean, okay, it is summer, and we always say on the first week of uh, the rugby league season that hope is the winner. So where are we now? What's the emotions sort of coursing through your vein right now, Chris? Well, <laughs> I don't know if hope is the emotion coursing through my veins, but it's too far out, Stephen. Yes, too far And out. there is a complexity brought about by the Vegas because that is actually going to be known as round zero. Yeah, round zero. And then round one yeah. will not involve the four Vegas teams the following weekend. Right. Nor the West Tigers, I hasten to add, who won't be playing until round two, which is three weeks into the (laughs) competition. So are there 26 or 27 rounds? I haven't looked. Don't know. But there are still only 17 teams. So so hope's too early. So longing. 
Wistfully longing. Can I just say dreaming? Dreaming. Yeah. Imagining. About what might be. Okay. And then it will crystallise. And for all those supporters of all those teams, they'll end up chock full of hope. Yeah. And then it'll dissipate over time for 16 or 17 of those Okay, so it's not too late to to up the ante with this ad. It can be rebooted. They often do it. Yes. goes out, it fails. Let's get another ad. Uh, Is Tommy Radonica still alive? Look, no, we, we lost Tommy a couple of years ago. So. I thought we did. Yeah. So we can't use him to harm well, a cup of cement. You say that. Yes, yes. AI. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I think we'll hear a bit of AI later, Stephen. Right, and I, I mean, AI it. opens up all sorts, all sorts of possibilities. You could get, yeah. and they're talking in the paper today that Pony Holloway should be the next immortal, and I support that because yeah, he played see. for Balmain. That's, that's obscure, isn't it, Chris? Back good in the you. 1910s, on, I think. Good but. on Roy Mars for digging out something <laughs> the most of aren't. Well, of course... Don't have to be alive to see the, the 11 great premierships for the Dragons to know they existed. Very few people left are alive who saw those, Stephen. It happened so long ago. So, so but you could get all those guys into an AI situation to promote the game and actually get those yes. people into Allegiant Stadium. You know how they gave Val Kimmer a voice in Top Gun? You know, you could get Tommy to sort of move around a little bit and go, get a cup of cement and drink it and harden up some and rub it in the soft pink noses of the American sports market, Chris. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the thing that concerns me because... Peter Volandis, and we might talk about his visit to the White House this last year, oh, yeah, Stephen, yeah, yeah. and he's just, you know, got on his front foot. You know, he's there with Crooked Joe Biden and all his gangster mates, yeah, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and he said, rugby league's as good as any game you got here, uh, which put the American noses out of joint. And now this ad that goes with all that inventive and all that creative input, no pads, no helmets, yes. but a pens, no fear, yeah, yeah. kind of suggests... That even what has been seen traditionally as a gladiatorial game, i.e. NFL, yep. ain't as hard as rugby league. Well, he's obviously let us down already by saying as good as. Mm. There's the catcher. It's not. It's better than. Better than. Better than. He doesn't believe in the product, Stephen. No, no, no. But he believes they might gamble on it. Is that correct? Is this the vision? There what two, is the vision? There are two competing visions. Yeah. One is that you take the most gladiatorial of sports, the greatest game of all. I call this the abdo vision. Present no, fear. It, no fear. Present it to Americans, yes. as they've done previously in places like Jacksonville and yeah. Long Beach or Long wherever Beach, that yeah, yeah. Uh, Origin is that how 4 game was. <laughs> but uh, they'll see it and they will come. Well, that doesn't work, no. right? The Volandis vision, which yeah. is the accurate vision, and is vision they might was, want to pun on it. Right, and, and, right, and, and on that it was revealed also over a very fine dinner, G'day Australia style, I think, uh, with Trump? No. No Trump. No Trump, no. Just Biden? You call him crooked? We so, don't. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm a huge Joe Biden fan, Stephen, oh, okay. but uh, people like to use that appellation. But and it, this, was, it was Biden and Albo. Hosting Albo. And right. Volantis was along in the slipstream. Right. And, yep. and so the idea is, is that when you invite the leader of a country, yes. part of the convention is you invite other notable names associated with that country. Okay. okay. Let me think now. Let me think now. So we've been talking about some of these celebrities and we'll talk about them with respect to rugby league. But if you're Albo and you're over there, obviously the Hemsworth brothers would be included. You would have hoped. You would have hoped. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Russell Crowe. You would have hoped. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Again, you would have hoped that. Our Kate Blanchett. Good idea. Margot Robbie. Tremendous suggestion. Elizabeth Debicki. <laughs> Wonderful. Come Recent on. Golden Globe winner. Yes, exactly. Yeah, but Wouldn't you get them in there? Well, they were busy. They were busy. <laughs> so who did we get? Well, if you saw Albo's Hottest 100... Ah, yes, yes. Don't tell me he's that He's an one. indie guy. Don't tell guy. Me. I mean, I know. He, we all know he's a music fan. Yeah, yeah. We know he's DJed at FBI radio fundraisers, Stephen, yes, with yeah, you. With me, yeah. But if that wasn't curated by one of his staff, I'm getting a bit cynical my age. They were able it's, to. It's still like he's at Phantom Records, 1987, <laughs> is he? You know. <laughs> they pulled out the big guns for All the dinner. All credit to you, <laughs> Albo, yeah, Volandis, yeah, Kid Leroy, Kid. and Vance Joy. 
Oh, the, the hard knocks kid from Waterloo, that bloke. The guy who went from the mean streets of Redford, Redford. straight onto a McDonald's McChicken ad. Jeez, hasn't he done well? And doesn't he sound pop? You know, okay. you know, I have a friend at Venues New South Wales, Stephen. I don't want to name him. Oh, yes, you've got many friends here. Yeah, and he has a habit of inviting me to big events at his stadiums up well oh. after they've gone on sale. Oh, yes. Like maybe four months after Taylor Swift's gone on sale, he goes, would you like Taylor Swift tickets? I said, well, mate, I've actually bought some, <laughs> had to mortgage the house, right? Uh, but he did say, what about Kid Leroy? And your soul. Yeah, and he goes, what about Kid Leroy slash 1-4 stadium tour? And I said, you know what? I hadn't bought a ticket for that. Yeah. Uh, it's been cancelled. Has it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The police are onto them. <laughs> well, one force, there's, there's, there's banned. some conspiracy to knock off a couple of those rappers. How can the say no more shows to any venue and yeah. suddenly venues New South Wales are putting him on? How does that work, Chris? I don't know, Stephen, but Kid Leroy's gone and said, look, you know, it's logistics that yeah. we'll be back, but we're not doing it now. I've heard the album. I think that might have something to do with it. Look, I want to talk about venues, New South Wales, in just a minute. The glorious experience on Dave Cricket, because cricket's obviously been very big recently. Summer special, Steve. Summer special, yeah. It's we'll the companion that. to rugby league. But let's go back to Vegas again. So yes. they're at dinner, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's an ad rolled out, as you said. No fear, no pads, no helmets. Et yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a bit like Tom Cruise in Maverick again. No helmet, <laughs> no fear. That's right. <laughs> no pads. Yeah. No CGI. No leather. You know. But geez, he can ride, can't he? <laughs> For the first time, I saw a film that I didn't really want to see. Uh, Did you see Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1? I don't... Maybe in the background. Because he know. actually drove the motorbike off a cliff. No, I haven't seen that. It's extraordinary. I've seen all, all the promos for it. And? And the making of. And the, and the stunt double. Or no stunt double. No stunt double. No stunt that double. is Tom driving off a cliff of a motorbike. And Stephen, it's all real. To his credit, it doesn't look like he's pulled his face up. <laughs> it still looks like it's ageing naturally. Am I right there? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to his credit uh, and Vance Joy who of course was a, well he's an AFL failure yeah, well, he's a big right. boy and he wanted to be an AFL and they said no yeah. no good go and sing your, your soppy little songs yeah Riptide Riptide again number one in all the Spotify charts it's made it year. back I mean let's this, what, what I love and we'll talk about reboot culture yeah. continuously today Stephen particularly yeah. when it comes to My West Tigers but it's very very encouraging to see that you can do things that involve yeah, the yeah, past. Yeah. Look, if it was ACDC, I, Spotify number one, I'd be happy. Yeah. Vance Joy, not so happy. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, they've done an ad, haven't they? I mean, ads with some of the players here to represent Australia. No, what you're talking about, Stephen, yes. is the Nevada Four. And what's their job? So you've got your initial emissary envoy, Peter Volandis, yes. at the fancy dinner, Kid Leroy, Vance Joy. landed the big fish. Right. Elysian He's, Stadium. Right. You've got them interested. Yes. We've got the stadium. Yeah. Now we've got to get the interest, right? So rugby league is a game played by people, or as Jamal just famously once said, it's a simple game played by idiots, right? Yes. So the NRL, in their wisdom, has assembled four idiots, uh, yeah. four players. And what's their job description before you go who it is? Uh, promoters. Right. Talk, right. talk into a microphone. Talk up rugby league. Talk up rugby yeah. league. The beauty, the strength, the idiocy. Go to Las Vegas yes. and promulgate interest in the game. Okay, I ask you, Billy Walters. Right, so Billy Walters from the Brisbane Broncos. Right. So, Billy Walters. Billy, you can imagine, well, Billy, um, you played uh, the NRL in the, the grandest stage of all, the grand final. Yes. And how was that for you? And he goes, yes. well, we butchered a 16-point lead with yes, 14 yes. minutes to go or whatever it was. Yes, yes. <laughs> Biggest failure ever. So never won. My father, of course, won multiple premierships. I've never won a yeah. premiership. Though he was looking promising. He was looking promising. Yeah. Well, he was- Promise doesn't make grand final no, wins, no. though. No. no. Uh, Campbell Graham. Campbell How are you Gra- going, Campbell? They're going, well, Campbell, we understand that uh, you've been uh, represented in New South Wales and State of Origin. Well... Actually, I've been in the squad, but I've never actually made it on the field. Right. Now, here's the big one. Aaron Woods, right? Aaron has played with everybody. He's done everything, hasn't he? Not, is he not the perfect representation? A big bear man? 
he, he speaks to Americans in tailgate parties and they'll be going, Aaron, this looks like the most physical confrontational game in the world. You must yeah. be very excited about pulling on the jersey from Manly Ringer in the upcoming season. He goes, it's very unlikely. What that team I'll... are you in again? Yeah, he goes, yeah, first of all, which team? Which and team? Goes, and Sydney goes, very unlikely I'll get on the field at all no, this year. No, but I talk up a good game. That's right. That's right. And finally, Spencer Lenu. Well, Spencer, you come yeah. from one of the foundation clubs, the, arguably the only club that's played in every season of what is now called the NRL. Yeah. What's it like playing for the Sydney Roosters? And Spencer goes, I've never actually played for them. Right. So I, I and did any of them ask have the temerity to say? And what about the Premiership team, Penrith? Why aren't they here? That's right. You know, and why wouldn't you play the Book of Feuds? Yes, yes. Right? Yes. Is this a long game? It's a five-year investment that we yeah. wouldn't go South's Roosters straight yeah. away. Straight away, yeah. You know, you yeah, wouldn't yeah. want to uh, uh, lose all that impetus. the The interesting thing for me is that because they haven't sent the best of the breed in the Nevada Four, they're, um, they're coming up with trinkets, Stephen. Yes. Star-spangled students. Hang on. Uh, the ball's going to sing? <laughs> Instead of yes. someone from a musical saying, appearing now okay. on Wicked. Yeah, on that, just... on that who could you... I mean, obviously, you, you go Hugh Jackman again. He can sing. He's unavailable. Uh, well, what, what about the other bloke, Russell Crowe? He well, can no, sing. He's, he's, <laughs> he's filming Nuremberg, apparently. Right, right, right. Okay, Blanchett, she's sung like Bob Dylan. You'd think Kylie. Kylie, she's in town, isn't she? She is in town, but not that weekend. Well, that's why she's, she's getting ready. It's she's, going to not, be su- she's not in her residency. It'll be a surprise because the AFL will not want to release her Correct. for, for a, a PR event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I reckon that's the, that's, the, that's the big moment. Well, I don't know. Yeah, but I think of singing football. And by the way, yeah. will we have to endure uh, the Star Spangled Banner as well? Well, yes, of course. An Australian's got to sing it. Do we get double anthems? How would an American's cope with that if yeah. an Australian actually came out and sang their anthem well Russell could talk it and then we get Hugh Connick Jr. to do ours yeah. Harry Connick Jr. to do ours I've got an answer for you yes Gus Walland yeah surely he's <laughs> isn't he the peak of any any marketing man's dream and he's a Roosters fan and he's a Roosters fan and he can carry a tune can he <laughs> can he dance I'm sure he's taken a few lessons now that uh, Hugh's sort of free and footloose eh? not only Star Spangled Students Stephen yeah. yeah but and I detect the involvement of one Cameron Smith. Really? They're getting custom-built goalposts. Yes. Sulfur yellow colours. Sulfur yellow. That's like, <laughs> like the NFL. Right, okay. So I think that... Now, now, will the American ambassador, Caroline Kennedy, be there and who will be escorting her? Well, we've already highlighted who's not going to be there. Yes. Right, so we've ruled out uh, Russell Filling Nuremberg, which, look, I'm telling you, after the Pope's exorcist, yeah. it's probably the second one in a trilogy, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you've got the devil, yeah. you've got Hitler. Well, he can't do the leading man anymore, can he? And then the third part of the trilogy, it's pretty obvious, Peter Volandis. Yeah. <laughs> the battle from Wollongong, yeah, right. the story. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Jackman, unavailable. Yeah. They've, they're already, you know, you've mentioned Margot Robbie. I mean, yeah. she's busy running Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. They've gone Keith Urban, no Nicole. Oh, Jesus, okay. Right. Do, who was it they caught on air and said, name me, name me your favourite Keith Urban song? <laughs> it's even, uh, even more, can you hum a Keith Urban okay, song? Okay, I'm going to go on a limb here. Yeah. Both Australian and American anthems, because he's an adopted son, yes. Tom Cruise again. Yes. Tom Cruise. He will turn up, right, with Oprah. Yes. Snoop Dogg to do the rap. <laughs> Dalai Lama to lead the choir. Well, they're all South fans. All South fans. Yeah. There's probably millions of others that, uh, that uh, Russell's brought into the fold here. Yeah. What do you reckon? No, I think Gus Walland is it. Gus Walland? I think Gus Singing Gunnett's dancing man. Sorry. You think he might have murdered Hugh Jackman yeah. over summer? <laughs> Just got rid of you and said, oh, look, I'm Hugh. 
new haircut, you know. What, what worries me is about the NRL's lack of foresight because when they announced this program, everyone said, oh, it's just going to work. Russell versus you. It's just going to be go for hours and hours and hours. And it ain't happening. Yeah. And that's why they've only sold 20,000 tickets. They haven't thought this through, Stephen. Okay. We're back in just a moment here on Fire Up. Summer special with Chris Gale and Stephen Ferris. Bright lights said it gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care. And I'm just a devil with love to spare. So Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. How I wish that there were more than the 24 hours in the day Even if there were 40 more, I wouldn't sleep a minute away Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel A fortune won and lost on every deal All you need is strong heart and a nerve steel Viva Las Vegas Viva Las Vegas Las Vegas with your neon flashing and your one-arm band is crashing all those holes down the drain. Fever, Las Vegas turning day into nighttime, turning night into daytime. If you see it once, you'll never be the same again. I'm gonna keep on the run, I'm gonna have me some fun. It cost me my very last dime. If I wind up broke, well, I'll always remember that I had a swing in time. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it everything I've got. Lady luck, please let the dice stay hot. Let me shoot a seven with every shot. Uh, Viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! Viva! And all the kiddies listening here, gamble with what you can, safely. Not more than you've got. But he's going to give the lot away, apparently, Elvis. And gee, with that vibrato, are they all on speed or what? Is that a fast song, Chris? And they don't like write songs like that anymore, do they? Scotty Moore and all the boys, they don't, Stephen. And I'm telling you what, what we're doing there is conditioning. Yes. The number of times that song is going to get played on rugby league media between now and the end of Hot March. Hot news, Chris. Since we've gone to where they've got 21,000 sold. That's right. It's going up already. Well, it's the Walland. It's the Walland factor. <laughs> exactly. That's right. One, two, two get, magic words. You know, yeah. butterfly beats its wings. The next thing you sell out of Las Vegas Stadium. Yeah. Field's not big enough, by the way, Stephen. Yeah. Now I find some are really quite tedious when it comes to sport. Yes, there's some cricketing highlights. Yes, you know, Dave Warner, good on you. We'll talk about that in a little while. Smith, not so great. You know, tennis. Don't really care as long as Novak is dumped. That's all I care about. That's right. Tennis. Yeah. What else is there, Chris? No surfing to watch. Well, I mean, there's all the American sports, Stephen. There's the NFL. Oh, there's yeah, the NBA. Um, you just, know what caught my eye, though? The darts. Did you watch the World Darts Championship? I did not. The 16-year-old prodigy got right. all the way to the final. Luke Littler. Luke the Nuke Littler. Right. And two things did catch my eye. Chess, well, which I'll come to later. Yep. Uh, but guess what? Exciting news. Billy, track work jockey Slater, back in the saddle again. <laughs> Apparently he was doing a celebrity polo match up at the Gold Coast and Magic Millions ambassador, or was it billion dollar? I don't know. I think ambassador. it's Magic Millions. By the way, just on darts, I love when they get the maximum score and the guy goes, 180, right? And then when the, the miss is 45. 
Right. <laughs> Tell me about Billy. Well, he's a whisperer to start with. Okay. We, we sort of knew that anyway. He's got special skills. And his comments, let me quote him, can I? Please. And his relationship with horses, because he breeds horses. Horses have hey, a... Hey, can I interrupt? Yes, you can. You just did. Fun fact. <laughs> Billy Slater. Yes. Former track, track jockey. jockey. Gay Waterhouse. Hello. Thank you very much for that. So those skills are transferred into rugby league. We'll okay. get to that. Horses have evolved alongside humans for at least three million years. So he's a scientist. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, um, he's, he's got skills beyond what we... We knew that anyway. Look what he did to us in the state of... Origin. He reinvented the fullback position, Stephen. He did. You've got to be educated to do that. The result, according to league legend and renowned cowboy... Cowboy? Well, cowboy, not cowboys, you know. <laughs> Billy said, is a bond that's almost spiritual and definitely educational. Isn't this Thurston you're quoting there? No, <laughs> not just yet. He said, I think the deep... Oh, you're saying that Billy Slater is a cowboy. Yes. Small C. Yeah, small C. Wow. Yes, yes. And this is him talking. I think the deep connection is when you start thinking like a horse. <laughs> right? So I know, you play with, I know he played with the Melbourne Storm. He didn't play with the Cowboys. Broncos? Did he play with the Broncos? No. He's a one-team player, Steve. He says, if you think like a human, it doesn't work. <laughs> Because we're wired differently, says Slater. A horse is a prey animal. Everything is going to hurt them or kill them, and that's where their instincts are. So you've got to start thinking like them. And this, of course, is in this whole master-slave sort of model. You know, you've got to break down their defences into a slave for you and your purposes, which, of course, is what most, you know, sport lovers uh, dislike about, or others dislike about horse racing. Uh, Queensland coach, NRL legend Billy Slater, has credited working with horses as one of the biggest reasons for his leadership success before picking up the student. And not the not the Star Spangled Not the Star Spangled for a stellar NRL career. Slater was a track jockey. You just said that. Yes. Uh, he now breeds horses with his wife Nicole. Magic Millions ambassador in celebrity polo match. What better way to cool off after riding a horse along the Gold Coast piece than to go to the wet and wild? So that's all the stuff he's doing for fun. But then he was saying that you've really got to think exactly like the animal to get on top of the unreal. And this is what led him to win the State of Origin series. Okay, a couple of things to unpack here. Okay. First of all, we've been getting it wrong for decades when coaches say we just haven't got the cattle. Yep. Should we say we just haven't got the horses? Horse, yep. right. Secondly, Billy Slater's favourite television show? Rawhide. Nope. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm Mr. Red. <laughs> Mr. Red. <laughs> Wilbur. Yeah. So he's getting it straight from the horse's mouth. Right, right. <laughs> this explains a lot. We thought that the success of Queensland was down to the involvement of Hugh Van Kylenberg from the, uh, the Imperfects podcast. Yes. Yeah, his version, dare I say, of the coach whisperer. Mm. It turns out that when you turn up uh, to, I don't know, Maroochydore or wherever they uh, tend to put the Queensland state of origin camps, each player is issued not only with a copy of Van Kylenberg's podcast and your own personal listening device, mm. they each get a separate stable with some hay. Right, right. And toss it around. Right. And, and Clean it out. That's right. And yeah. this puts them in the right mindset. And, of course, the term whisperer, which you've already gone, yeah. it's first coined was the horse whisperer. Yes. Right. In rugby league, as you know, I'm very much an accolade of... The coach, the coach whisperer. whisperer. yes. Billy Slater yeah. is the first horse coach whisperer. Yeah, look... And he's, he's, he's actually melded the two bloodlines, yes, Stephen. Yes. <laughs> now, now, what worries me here, because we've already referenced uh, former President Donald Trump. Yes. And he has been promulgating his racehorse theory That's again. Right, the purity of race. That's right. Yes. Genetic bloodlines. Yes. Don't sully them. And possibly veering into Mein Kampf territory. Yes, possibly, yes. It, and we know but, Cameron Smith yeah. is involved in this. Am I seeing is some... Is Billy go- as evil as Cameron? Well, I've just said we've had the, the trilogy of uh, yeah, Russell. We've yeah. got the devil, Smith. Yes, yes. We've, we, we've now, got Nuremberg. Yes. 
the Fuhrer. Yes, the Devil's Son. Maybe the third episode <laughs> is the Billy Slater story. Okay. Well, you know, any good poker player like myself, <laughs> you don't reveal your cards, right? So Billy has been very, very shum about all this stuff, you know. But then he can reveal about horses because you can't replicate a track work jockey's experience. No, no. And, and, and also when Mr. Ed whispers, when he does, because he doesn't do it very often, <laughs> when he whispers in your ear, there's only one of them. So, he, he's not going to let that out. So this is a huge issue for Madge Maguire, right? Because all he can <laughs> access is Damien Cook. Yeah. And all he is is a former beach sprinting champion, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not going to apply. No, that's, that's not going to help. No, 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 you no. don't think like a beach. No, no. You're not going to win if you think like a beach. No. And where did they go last year? Second. Which in a two-horse race... <laughs> <laughs> it's not good for New South Wales yeah. origin. It's a big okay. challenge for match. All right. Now, there was a bit of cricket. Yes. Davy Warner. I don't want to call him the Matchville Mauler because there's already one of them, isn't there? Was he the Marryville Mauler? The Matchville Mauler will do, right? Yeah, the Marryville Mauler yeah. was Jeff Fennick. He's not like the rest of the Toffs, is he? He didn't come through private school straight into... Oh, he's street baby. He's street baby. He's yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Now, they made a big fuss for his daddy about losing his baggy green. Where was it? Well, I'm glad that this is a summer special, Stephen, because we can flex our muscles a little bit and we're not necessarily attached only to the canon of rugby league, right? Davey Warner's legendary baggy green, which I'm telling you, there is a gap in the apparel market for someone who can make the 150 test match cap because Steve Wall went through this similar routine. Steve Smith's is looking frayed. Davey Warner's cap was looking near the end of its useful life. And in the traverse from Melbourne to Sydney, it's gone missing, Stephen. Like, Melbourne? What was it doing in Melbourne? Well, he's playing test match down there. Oh, he left Austin, it down there, yeah. he thinks. Well, no, it, it went missing. Ah. And in his mind, it was in his backpack, I think, in the oh, overhead. Oh, he would have passed those Mexicans to steal it. In the, la- <laughs> in the luggage. Well, well, Qantas was... And let's say there's been a bad year for Qantas. Yes, And yes. it finished really badly yeah. with Davies' baggy green gun. Right. And look, there is no love you can... Is you- that Alan Joyce has got it? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? You walked off with it. That, that's why Joyce won't talk about any of the recent board changes. Jeez, over because he's got, point, they're on me. I've got the yeah. cap. Is it that broke? Well, and of course, this blew up the luck, Stephen, mm. as it did. And, and you can attest that a father has a very particular love for their son. And you're yes. always going to defend your son. I'll and, do whatever it takes. Yeah, you'll do, yeah, you'll do whatever it takes for your two miscreants, yeah. won't you? Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, well, look, well. look, Your Honour, this is out of character. <laughs> you know, I mean, we've tried. Uh, we, you know, we've sent him yeah. to the best schools. Now, they'll be saying that about me. That's right. <laughs> anyway, so Mr. Warner uh, has gone uh, and publicly entreated the scumbag. Some bastard lowlife. Yeah, the stole scumbag his cap. who stole his cap. Is, you're an absolute scumbag. <laughs> now, look, I personally am now demanding yeah. publicly an apology from Mr. Warner. Right, because where was it found, Chris? Well, it was found in the team room, you know, amongst oh, the other kids. Well, the SCG. Yeah, they got 100. So they brought it in there. Yeah, oh, <laughs> totally no. within the, the oh, cricketer's no. possession. Right. Because I want an apology to all scumbags, Stephen, because yeah. first of all, they're doing it tough. Because yeah. let's face it, they're me, scumbags. Me too. Me right. too. And scumbags have enough to deal with. Enough to worry about to stop really? being accused of things they haven't done yeah the next minute the police will be pulling them up you know yeah, yeah. and and so look that's you know I, i'm sure mr moore I, will, I, will do the course correction yeah and i think that i think that david was quite aware of what his father sort of crossed the line and so as a result as he was walking off from the last game of his whole career as a test player right mm-hmm. scg he instantly hands his helmet which is badged of course australia and gloves to a little kitty in the member stand who scarpered like, um, you're not taking this from me. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Where do they, how did, what sort of kitty do you reckon? Well, the kitty, yeah. uh, he scarpered to find his iPad so he could see what it's worth on eBay. Right. Um, and Davey Warner is, you know, trying to write the la- last chapter because he s- stood down from... You're telling his kids from Cranbrook? I, I, well, I'm going to say, he stood down from ODI cricket, not T20 yet. He's still playing a bit of white ball, but... Can he go to India? He he wants his book where yeah. he won't tell anything about Sandpaper Gate, and I thought he got a bad rap on that. Right. But he wants to say how he and Candace and the family, yeah. the way they live their lives, provides hope for ordinary Australians, right? Yes. Now, let's think about this. 
He's walked off the SCG into the members' enclosure. The members' enclosure. London to a brick. Which is handed down bloodline style, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> the Billy Slater theory. Genetically yeah, modified. Because yeah. you've got to sort of basically bleed blue to yeah. get into the members. Not Matchville kids. Trust me, I'm not one. And that kid... I recognise him. He's a Cranbrook kid, Stephen. He is, is he? Just an ordinary Australian. Not that there's anything wrong with him. Nothing no. wrong with that. Ordinary Australian. <laughs> and you think about the beautiful paradigm that the Warners are offering yeah, yeah. ordinary Australians. Yeah. They went from the game, yeah. uh, Michael Clark style, no fight in the dressing room, yeah. to the Ivy where they parted with Tones and I. Fantastic Just stuff. like ordinary Australians. Right. And tomorrow, yep. the Sydney smash, big bash game. Yep. Davey. Yep. Flying to the game, right. landing in a chopper outside yeah. the Sydney cricket ground, is just it, like ordinary. Is he had a bit of time off the grog. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm I, a Davey Warner fan. I've got one bit of question. One question. One bit of advice. Yes. Did who has or did he keep the actual piece of sandpaper? Because that'd be worth money, Chris. <sighs> well, I think it might have been put into the possession of Cameron Bancroft. That's so that's why he's never been picked again. Right. You know, well, <laughs> certainly not lately. Because imagine putting that on the black market. That'd sell, wouldn't it? Now, how was your experience there? Because they've, they've had a big makeover with Allianz, of course, which is beautiful. And I played there and opened up with music. And then the SCG, which not so good for rugby league, great for cricket. Your day, how was it? Well, I was lucky enough to be invited by my dear friend Scott on day three to the members. A bit of a tradition. It's the Glenn McGrath Pink Day. Ooh, ah. The Jay McGrath Foundation. Yeah, okay. And one of the things that fascinates me about a day at the members, yeah. you think they're all... You know, card-carrying cricket fans, mm. you think you'd be talking about, you know, overrates, when the declaration's <laughs> coming, you know, what, what about Steve Smith batting up the top of the order? All I want to talk about is the members. Right. Right. Can and I just say my elderly mum takes offence at the colour pink being associated with women. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Good honour. I said, well, mum, not many men wear pink very often. Not good enough, she said. <laughs> <laughs> She's a visionary, your mum. Right. Now, now, and, yeah. And all I want to do is talk about the members. Yeah. Right. They want to talk about, I'll go, so you tell me that you've got to get there at five o'clock in the morning on day one to get a decent seat. Yeah. And they go, that's fantastic. Yeah. And I go, so how much money are you paying for, <laughs> that again? for the privilege to not get a seat? How was the food? Bacon and egg rolls run out by 10 o'clock. Oh, that's no. That's the story. No Carlton draft in the main bar by one o'clock. Can you take Absolutely. your drinks to your seat? <laughs> well, this is where it gets- Can you make a beer snake? This is where it gets complicated, yeah. right? There's all sorts of dress codes and things. And like, like- Evolution and Billy Slater, they're fluid, right? Yes, of course. One of the things is in the... That might take a million years. That's right. (laughs) Which is about how quickly the SCG members (laughs) move. (laughs) The members' pavilion, which is part of the members' enclosure, so it's like a Matryoshka doll, members within members. Yes. They're all up in arms about the fact that I think you can't take a beard down to the members in your seat in the members' pavilion. Then they're all up in arms now because they're not enforcing the rule. So they're, they're upset with the rule and the fact that it's not being enforced. Because <laughs> what standards? I mean, shorts. Sure, if it, sure. The discussion on shorts, Stephen. Mm. They're all, you know, you can't wear shorts. Right. Now you can. And they all go, no, I get that. I'm comfortable with that. But they keep talking about how, why have they changed the rule? Yeah. Because it's undermining tradition, yeah. Stephen. Uh, new tradition, pink day. Yes. Or pink week, maybe, yes. if you want to do it. Were there many pink shorts? I didn't see many, yeah. right? I, th- I think one of the, the things is the brightness of the pink. Shows you what? Sort of Indicator. shows, are you really embracing a, you know. Or is it a fashion pun? Yeah, stuff, some yeah. of it is almost like alluding to being pink. Yes, okay. You know, because yeah. I don't really want 100% so double down. So you'd call it ivy pink, would you? Yeah, that's right. Okay. It's a pastel. Uh, I believe that they're putting up next door uh, at Allianz, beautiful brand new stadium, uh, some murals, Chris. Well, this is, this is exciting news. They've Steve. got statues. Right. 
So if we can now take a beer down to our seat at the members in the yes. members pavilion as part yes. of the members enclosure, if we can wear shorts, yes. no no t-shirts, so Stephen, college shirt, that's, college that's, shirt. that's, that's a given. That's never immutable. Yeah. It, it shows that we're evolving. So at the rebuilt Allianz Stadium, yes. they have not named stands, but they've sort of identified great contributors. Oh. Right. And they're now doing murals of these great contributors. Right. So can I walk you through who some of them are and what their background is? Yes, please. Because the original sports ground was home to the Roosters and South Sydney for a period of time and athletics, correct? Yeah, they used to have the the schoolboy and schoolgirl athletics carnivals there. No motor racing, but rugby union. Oh, and so okay. from the track, not yeah. track work, but track, Betty yeah. Cuthbert, the yeah. great Australian. Yes. They're doing a mural of Betty. Was she the Lithgow Flash or was that... Uh, no, Sydney? that was Marjorie Jackson. Jackson, yeah, yeah. yes. Okay. Betty, by the way, remains the only athlete in history to win the 100, 200 and 400 metres at the Olympic Games, wow. albeit eight years apart. Wow. Uh, Johnny Warren, football player. Yes. Yes, great Johnny Warren. You mean soccer, Chris. Soccer yes. for those. Roosters. Ronnie Coot. No, sorry, I should do rugby union first. Nick Shahady. Uh, Nick Shahady. Yeah. Good man. Sir Big Nick man. Shahady. Yeah, yeah, Great yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great and family. Then, and then two roosters. Yeah. Ronnie Coot. Yeah. Who kind of strides the rabbits. South. Uh, Chooks East, divide. Yes, okay. And fair enough, yeah. Arthur Beetson, who strides okay. the Tigers. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Roosters, yeah. eels yeah. divide. And so what? they got some statues at the front there now, haven't they? Uh, one. Well, they've retained statues. So I think you can find the likes of Kenny Catchpole, Rugby Union, yes, yes. Dally M. Dally M. Uh, yes, uh, Dally yes, Messenger yeah. from the roosters. Who did straddle a few yeah, things, yeah, yeah. So I think they're commemorating yeah, yeah, yeah. in that precinct all the people who need and to be the commemorated. the picket ground doesn't have room out the front for statues does it no there's no room there because it's a it's a safety issue safety wall. but so if you go into the cricket I think yeah. you'll find the Don yeah, the Don, Don Bradman yeah Steve yeah. War of course a cricketer uh, even a statue of Yabba yeah. sitting yeah. actually yeah. in a seat where the hill yeah, used yeah. to be Steve. okay okay and uh, gee whiz so nothing to do with the team that won 11 premierships in a row remind me yeah nothing to do with St George Never before, never again, at that very home, every year, winning a premiership. Yeah, but... Nothing. No Johnny Raper, no Norm Proven, no Billy Smith, no Reg Gasney, nothing. No Changer. No Changer, nothing. I, can I... I've already called... Yeah. I'm going to repeat this till I die, Chris. Right. <laughs> so I've already... I've made a number of calls already on this episode, Stephen. I'm with you on this. Yeah. What a wonderful achievement. Never before, never, before, never again, thank God. Yeah. We need a statue... Like, we, what we need with the Beats and Mural is actually a, a, a mural of Arthur Beeson with his arm round Graham Langlands, wearing the white boots after the 38 to nil drumming in the 75 grand final. That's what the people want to That's but, not going to happen. But I tell you what, Stephen, mm-hmm. I mean, they really are doing great work at venues in New South Wales, despite their legal representation they've got going there. I, I got a message from Gallup, David Gallup. He's coming to come down next week and talk about it. Talk about all yeah, this. All this stuff, Because yeah. one of the things... Pull it apart. Now, we pointed this out last year, Stephen, yeah. that um, the Ray Warren Media Centre, when we went on the tour... Oh, yes. ...through our, our good friend Stephen... The very respected Ray Warren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was just a like a like a piece of paper put up about Ray Hadley, right? Oh, okay. Right. So... If you see this man... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> called... So, <laughs> crime Stoppers. Yes. <laughs> Against anything. So the exciting news, apart from all the murals, not including any St. George players, oh, let alone St. George Illawarra, um, <laughs> in the Ray Warren Media Centre, a tribute to yeah. Ray Hadley being installed. As you turn, as you turn the corner... Is this cor- an immersive experience? Is, it is. It's like the new thing down at Luna Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine a 360 hologram yeah, yeah. experience? The Ray where, Hadley Circus. Where, where you're being encircled by yeah, Ray Hadley. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Him shouting at you. <laughs> and as you turn the corner yeah. to where 2GB traditionally broadcasts from. Now, the original idea yeah. was that you hear the, the well-known Hadley catch cry which is don't touch the seats, don't touch the dials, don't you go anywhere. Oh, not, the, not the language version. Yeah, but David Gallup <laughs> yes. is a man of the people and he yes. gives them what they want, Stephen. He's principle too, though, Chris. Right. So let's have a listen to what you hear from Ray Hadley as you turn the corner. Okay. Well, I've just spoken to a fucking idiot. Yeah, and now you're going to have a very fucking big problem with me when we get home. A very big problem. Oh, oh, yeah, no, we ranging on Rooney because we want more people to listen to 7 and 8 and 9. He's a fucking idiot, and I'll be telling John Brennan that. He's lost my support, that bloke. He's lost it all together. Right, well, he'll fucking lose me, and I'll fucking, when I find him, I'll pull his fucking ears. He's a fucking idiot. You've got too much work on this week, you get yourself worried. I'm working with a fucking idiot called a wouldn't know what fucking day it is. Probably should give him a language warning, Stephen, before those pieces of audio. And well, I'm tunes. going to give a bloody boredom, tedium le- uh, warning now for the next segments about the West Tigers, Chris's team. And the only reason I'm giving this leeway, this grace period, is because my father was a Western Suburbs Magpie supporter. So, Chris... What a great man. And can I just take this What off? is happening at the Tigers? It's a revolution. Thank you, Stephen, for this platform. Um, two things. First of all, given you mentioned your father and your mother, I should um, <laughs> make note of that I, I lost my mum just before Christmas. Oh, I'd- uh, Leonie died at the age of 93. It was a life well lived. She used to love Fire Up when it was on the radio, Stephen. Did she? She listened to every episode. She lost interest when it became a podcast. But anyway, <laughs> I'll pay tribute. You know who also promised to listen? Margaret Whitlam. I don't know if she did or didn't. Uh, it's, it's, it'd be an interesting question. It would be, yeah. Uh, uh, maybe they're, they're discussing it right now, but uh, love your mum. Um, secondly, we may as well talk about the West Tigers because St. George has offered us very little. Junior Ramon didn't go to jail. Who knows what's happening? Yeah, we got Flano. We we you know, trust in Flano, Dragons you know, Way. Yeah, yeah. but we've yeah. got the big the big hitter. You know, with the energy company. Yeah, Squadron Energy. Twiggy. Yeah, Volkman yeah. coming from the Warriors. You can't have enough too, too many billionaires around, Chris. I say. I'm worried about the Dragons Way, Stephen. But will he get involved? Will Twiggy understand? It? Will he know how to sort of say tap 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 Flano? If it brings him to move this, Sloan to the wing yep. and put. Lomax into fullback. And put Kyle into Reggie's. Um, that sort of thing. Yeah. I Look, I want Tui over here because you might want to invest my rec- wrestling He's a quick promotion, learner here. So bring him over. Yeah. Uh, and look, um, I'm worried about the Dragons way though because we've already got the Roosters way, the Manly way. Don't you worry about the that. The Blues way. We'll look after ourselves here. Don't you worry. But there's been no bigger story in Clubland, Stephen, no. than after the results of the corporate review, the root and branch review of the governance of West Tigers. Chris, can I say, even before that, there was nothing else being talked about except Benji and the Tigers and Shane Richardson and Scott Fulton and everybody else. And Justin and Lee. The whole thing. Dot, dot, dot. Soap opera. Right. I, of course, contributed a review. Yeah. Uh, it was pithy. My uh, <laughs> advice to the West Tigers. Pithy? Was, yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Chris Pithy Gale. <laughs> My advice to the West Tigers, win more games. Right. Simple. And... It all went down. I don't know. You'd call it the afternoon of the Thousand Knives because yes. it happened around about 2 o'clock. Okay. Um, poor old Justin Pascoe was addressing a group of sponsors out at the Zurich Centre of Excellence. Who was holding the knife, Chris? Uh, <laughs> whoever you want. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the reviewers are going to be uh, tabled at a board meeting that week. Anyway, Justin holding a lamb chop was saying, look, this being difficulties, the review, we're looking forward to it. Don't believe everything you read in the press. Uh, we were in the market for Luai and Fanua Blake. Uh, good times ahead for the Tigers. Thank you for your support. Got one, lost one. Mm-hmm. Two hours later, Justin resigned and the board was dismissed. Wow. And they what, put. Would it, you say bloodless? 
actually, a bloodless coup. Well, it, it, I wouldn't say bloodless, yeah. but um, at the end of it, it basically involved. And I don't want to get too technical here, Stephen, but let's just call them the Holman Barnes Four. That'll not do me to be yeah. differentiated from the Nevada Four. Yeah. The basic thing they had to do was get a jerry can of petrol, tip it on top of themselves, and light the <laughs> match. And now, the Buddhists are fans of that. Yeah, it's like the Rage Against the Machine yeah. album <laughs> cover. That oh, yeah. Mitchell Johnson apparently. Uh, put a Rage Against the Machine track up against his Instagram post the other day. Did he just? He's talking about the Warner situation. Wow, yeah. And I'm a Warner fan. Yeah. But uh, so changes afoot. They've appointed an interim board. First big tick, Stephen. Mm. But I don't want to bore you with the corporate governance and six months and Barry O'Farrell and all that That's stuff because you're not interested. That's enough. <laughs> Romy's on board. Jerome Lewis, five years starting 2025. He's got a big, big point to prove. That is the Benji Marshall, yeah. Jerome Luai... Pacifica pitch, that's right? right. That's right. This is he's the chief energy officer at Penrith. Yes, he is going to transform yeah. the club. Big tick off the back of the the changes. Well, okay, so you can transfer. You can go from Penrith, take your box of energy. Yeah, or however it generates. That's right. Move it, move it over. It's not squadron. Does it go to Concord? It's not squadron it, energy. I can tell you that Cam- much. Campbelltown. <laughs> Where does it go, Chris? Leichhardt? I don't know. Well, it's a grid, Stephen. It's a grid. Yeah, it's a southwest grid. Yeah. Campbelltown, Leichhardt. It'll be interesting to see Concord. How, now that Penrith have got a beach and he's missing out on this opportunity. Well, he's got it for a year, hasn't he? Yeah, the, the Penrith Beach. That's but Where will they put him? Will they put him at uh, Birchgrove, do you think, or uh, somewhere to look at water? Romy, you're talking about? Jerome, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, they'll put him. Uh, he'll be everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Right. He, he's, three houses. Yeah. <laughs> they'll build three statues if we win a premiership. Did you also get Justin Olam? Justin Olam, there was a lot of talk about a player swap with Sean Bloor. He's a tough bastard. Yeah, he? hard, man. We needed a centre three-quarter. Right, so right. he comes in this year and Sean Bloor's off to the Melbourne Storm to work for right. the agent of the devil, okay. Craig Bellamy. Yeah. But I think probably the most exciting thing for Tigers fans, because Luai's in the future. Yeah. Very smart by Benji, by the way. If yeah. Luai had come on early release this year and we lost the first four games, they'd be howling for his head, Stephen. Oh, God, yeah. He can take a year's grace Better to go yeah. wait for yeah. Jerome. Yeah. Is be that patient. Gonna, is that, is that sort of, is it going to be a tag, like just give me a year underneath the great Leichhardt uh, mural? Benji and the Tiger? Well, they, they're Just actually... give me one year. That mural yeah. is actually being repainted and touched up now with Luai being added. Oh, great. But, but is that of, real? Out of respect, like yeah. with the Instagram post furor last week, yeah. they'll actually paint him in New South Wales colours. And oh, then when he comes on board in 2025... Yeah, change it over. Not to piss off yeah. the Panthers, right? I heard also that tennis star Jordan Thompson has full faith in Benji. <laughs> Did you hear that? I have no idea who Jordan and, Thompson is, but well, that's great. The up and come are doing very, yeah. very well. Yeah, anyway, you'll see the acronym... ILWT all season, which is in Luai we trust, okay. right? Yeah. But I think the thing that the short term that excited Tigers fans the most was the important the appointment of interim CEO Shane Richardson, right? Yes, I think you've got a winner there, Chris. Yeah, I call him Nazareth. I mean, I don't want to yeah. upset any of our religious fans and call oh, him Jesus, but no, he basically changes water into wine, Stephen. And no disrespect to uh, Polites, but I call him the Don. Yes. He's a man who can go, you he's, know, you're like Pacino, kiss you on the lips, you're gone. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> so he's gone in. To the Sharks, yes. back in the Super League era, yes. for those who remember it, 1997, got in the grand final. Gone into a bereft Penrith, yeah. 2003, the huge win against the Sydney Turn Roosters. around time. And then most famously, 2014 against the Accursed Rabbits. Well, there were the Accursed Rabbits. Wow. He's, you know, 40, was it 43 years of and, futility. And the, I know he's not a sort of smooth, sleek unit, but he obviously knows his rugby league. Yeah, and then, of course, it was put to him about the challenge of whether this was a rebuild of the team or not. Okay. See, I, 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 learned, I learned a long time ago that you know, this is not a rebuild. I've got to hate that word. I hate that word, rebuild. 
this is a, this is a build again. We're, we're in this place where who knows how good a young players can be? Who, who knows what they can achieve? And who? And I'm certainly Benji is not putting anything on. But for me to sit here as some overweight CEO and tell tell we're going to do this and we're going to do, I don't have to make the tackles. I don't have to run the ball up. I don't have to do any of that. That's a job for Benji and the players to do. Right. So a build again. What do Lego have to say about that? <laughs> what do you have to say? Lego. About? Well, I don't think I've traded Mark build again. <laughs> I think got to... Can you see the difference between a rebuild and a build again? Not really. Either can I, but I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's all yeah. marketing, Chris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but what, I, what I love about Richo is uh, the faith in whatever process he chooses to call it yeah. and the self-awareness. Yeah. That he's an overweight CEO. Yeah, but but then he can even spin that. Yeah, and it's even sort of self-deprecating. It's funny. Yeah, and it's right. I don't yeah, want him yeah. making the tackles. He's not running hundred meters and running the ball because no, no, he doesn't no, look capable, no, no. and and he could be jeopardising his health if he does. But I wanted to put a bit of clarity, Stephen. I yeah. know you love my audio clips, <laughs> and I really went to the well and to understand how a rebuild and a build again and a reboot and how all those things went. I went to the wisdom of Jay and Silent Bob. A reboot, boys, is when Hollywood wants to make a lot of money without the hassle of creating a new movie. So they take an old movie and change just enough to make you pay for the same shit all over again. Those greedy fucking animals. Oh, it's insidious. They take a flick you loved as a kid and add youth and diversity to it. For example, name the movie where a robot has secret plans that could help the good guys beat the bad guys and their leader in a black mask by blowing up a giant ray gun in space. Star Wars. No. The Force Awakens. See, now that's what you call a reboot. I thought that was a sequel. Is it a sequel? I don't care as long as we don't get the wooden spoon, Stephen. <laughs> now, you, you mentioned You're aiming high, are you? Yeah. You, One movement. You mentioned he's Don-like, Richo, right? Yes, I do. And in the time that we have prepared this podcast, which, let's face it, was 45 minutes. Yeah. Have you heard about the latest casualties out at the Zurich Centre of Excellence at Concord, Stephen? I have not. <laughs> the barber? Well... Well, yeah, the fromage. No, that's Alex Twoll. He actually uh, he was on the open market, but we've retained him. Okay. Still, only one chair, right. right? Which is a real issue, you know, because <laughs> the NRLW team, which had a you know didn't make the semi-finals last year, but a really good debut season. So they need a good hairdresser. They're having to outsource. Yeah. They actually can't get it done yet. So we can talk about gender parity all we like, yeah, yeah. but there's more work to be done at the Tigers. And if Richo had come in and said, "These are the things I'm going to do," sign Jerome Luai. Jettison the Fenua Blake discussion. Get equal hair treatment for the NRLW team. Then we're on to something. Chris, haven't we just been talking about Billy Slater and keeping your cards close, close to your chest? You don't reveal your plans. You just, bam, he's gone. Scott Fulton, off you go back to Brookvale. Well, that's actually how Richo operates, exactly. right, Stephen? Yeah, that's why and, the Don. And in one fell swoop, and people often argue, is it fell or foul? I don't know. But in one fell swoop, <laughs> a gear steward, yeah. the well-being manager, because let's face it, <laughs> We've been successful. We yes, run a campaign yeah. against wellness gurus. Yes, we have. And Richo's gone, you're superfluous to needs. We don't care yeah. about the well-being of players on your bike, son. Yes. Yeah, more money in the bank. And recruitment manager was brought in very controversially and confidentially, yes. Scott Fulton. And let's face Over it. Over the head of Benji. Benji and Sheens knew nothing about it. No, unbelievable. And let's face it, it is an interesting move to get rid of a Fulton because yeah. if you think of a name that brings people together in rugby league yeah Fulton you want straight to mind <laughs> I mean, think Fulton but anyway right now all the people out at the Zurich Centre are refusing to answer any phone calls internally because yes. they might be get called to the room and this is how Richo delivers the news you read the Bible Greg yes well there's this passage I got memorized sort of fits this occasion Ezekiel 25 17 
The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Chris, you talk about that room at, uh, what's it called? The Zurich Centre of Excellence, Yes, right? yes, yeah. out of Concord. In Concord, yeah. It looks great. I drove past the other day. Now, you say they go into this room and they're all fearing for their lives. Uh, the only person to get out with his life is Madge Maguire, right? And we'll see how that goes. But apparently at the back door, they've got a shoot, a silver shoot. And just like in Fargo, it goes straight into a tree lopping machine. Before you know it, you're fodder. Do you remember the seldom referenced James Bond movie on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yes. The one and only George Lazenby performance. Yeah, yes. He wasn't so bad. He was good. And yeah. um, male model turned actor yeah. and, he, and, he, and you know what? He you did. know who could have done a better job? Gus Worland. <laughs> what do you reckon? It's not too late. I think Daniel Craig's finished. <laughs> and and, and Lazenby, of course, gives interviews now yeah. and he said, they offered me a million dollars to do a second picture and I declined. I didn't want to be stereotyped. He goes, I was an idiot. <laughs> I was a fool. But they're in a skiing sequence, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they uh, there's a snowplow. <laughs> That's right, of course. And one of the baddies <laughs> into the snowplow. Snowplow, yeah. And, and then, then blood out of, red. Blood red, and Bond turns around and goes, he had a lot of guts. <laughs> what a joke. What a, what a scene, though, Chris. And they don't want to make those movies anymore, Stephen. Yeah. I don't know. He can soothe you like vanilla The gentleman's a killer Mr. Kiss, Kiss, Bam, Bam Damoiselle's in danger I feel the stranger's past Like a knife, he cuts through life Like every day From the school that loves and leaves them A pity if it grieves them Mr. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bangs Not a Damoiselles and danger Have filled a stranger's like a knife, he cuts through life Like every day is a lot He's fast and he's cool He's from the school that loves and leaves them A pity if it grieves them Mr. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang's not a
Chris, of course, it's a brand new year and who knows what the coaches are up to this year. They've all got devious plans. We know about Craig Bellamy and Robbo with his mystical dreams and inspirational talks. Dizzy up on the Gold Coast. I doubt it. I bet he's somewhere special, somewhere in the Himalayas or somewhere. <laughs> Maybe there's a mountain he'll climb it or, or even think about climbing. But uh, I just wonder, can training techniques transfer, transfer from one sport to another easily, do you think? That's a good question, Stephen, and you seldom ask good questions. Um, uh, if I think of rugby league, I think, that, you know, I guess it's well documented now about 25 years ago, the introduction of wrestling techniques in a rugby league. That would be an example. Yes, right. And was that done by Craig Bellamy or Cameron? Yeah. <laughs> it was done by Melbourne. Who? Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, the, the construct course, that is the Melbourne Storm. you can't storm. beat him, you've got to join him. So it was a curse on rugby league, a pox, wasn't it? It just spread like a plague, Steve. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I want to talk about how this uh, other code could influence rugby league with some of the coaches and some of the best players in the code. But let's hear from the expert with the news first. Chinese chess champion was revoked after defecating in a hotel bathtub. Rumors circulated online suggesting that Yan had cheated during the competition by using anal beads with wireless transmitters for signaling. Reports on the Chinese social site Weibo claimed that he had communicated information about the chessboard through rhythmic clenching and unclenching, sending signals to a computer that then provided instructions via vibrations. Yan consumed alcohol with others in his room on the night of the 17th, and then he defecated in the bathroom of the room he was staying in on the 18th in an act that damaged hotel property, violated public order and good morals. Look, Chris, I'm not suggesting that rugby league has to take both parts of that uh, training technique, the defecating in a hotel room. I know rugby league players' atrocities abound, don't they? Well, Nate Miles, for example. Well, th- that would be an example of an, an early old... adopter. That, that, that would... <laughs> uh, Julian, of course, with Jeremy Schlosser's of course, shoe. Of course, of course, of course. Um, and look, who hasn't been there where you just haven't got much time to make the traditional toilet facility and you just take what's on offer? Who hasn't? It was in a scene in Bridesmaids. It's standard stuff. It's standard <laughs> issue with rugby league. That's where I've always felt the Chinese chess and rugby league have overlapped, right. Stephen. And is this something for Vegas? <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> like Bridesmaids? Vast. They yeah. are vast, those hotels. Yeah. So, so that's the overlap, but this is a new development. Yeah, yeah. So, so what, what we're saying here, and, and I do have a quote from, uh, well, I think the richest man in the world, uh, Elon Musk, goes, talent hits a target no one else can hit. Genius hits a target no one else can see, brackets, because it's in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> now, I had to look up um, anal beads. Oh, did you? I did. Did you really? I did, really. <laughs> you and I move in different circles, Stephen. I didn't have to look up anything. <laughs> I had to I just, it just reminded me I had to make a fresh order. <laughs> well, apparently they've adapted these <laughs> anal bees. Right? Somehow um, it's, it's inside and it sends a signal from a third party. Uh, now, I don't know whether in this instance... Do you want me to talk you through the somehow how it gets inside? Or? <laughs> I'm missing, what, Bluetooth? Wi-Fi? I don't know. And somehow, the, the, the like Morse code, the butt clenching can give signals back to the computer to say, um, Rook... Takes car, takes you know night, two paces up, you know L two, whatever it's called. It's always in a couple of moment when you borrow someone's mobile phone and you look at their, their Bluetooth and it goes headphones, car, butt. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's it's wireless technology is, is, yeah. is indicated, and and you've got his representatives mm. in a room. Yeah. Not where the Chinese chess is. So they're going to have to put lead around the rooms now, aren't they? (laughs) Superman. And and so he's communicating what's going, and I assume they're then running the numbers through a computer about potential options. So listen, what what rugby league? And it says this is genius, right? Mm, So what genius level NRL coach 
would not take up, up real-time direction to one of their players, if not their captain. Just one player. So there's no confusion. Right. Maybe. Let's start just one. So, like, you've got Wayne, super coach. Uh, you've got Robbo, dreamer, visionary. Yeah. You know, yeah. you've got Billy A. Climber. You know, um, manipulator of the rules. Devil's agent. Devil's agent. Now, now, what what would Wayne, you know, if he was directing Anthony Milford or Robbo with Teddy Tedesco or Cam Munster, who had the butt plug, and I'm assuming you need some sort of harness to keep it in while you're running, correct? Well... <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking through from personal experience. I think it's possible. <laughs> I think it's possible that the appropriate design and the so, aerodynamic shape it would be retained right. without the necessary. But you might have to wear a, a harness, a, a jock, velcro thing, yeah, jock strap yeah, yeah. situation. And so and so, okay. So Kevy, because we know he's a great coach, right? And he's going. <laughs> well, he was. For, he was for 62 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the real coach? Uh, 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 the halfback. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I got you there. Right? <laughs> I know he's not a West Tigers player, Chris. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Play for the rabbits. <laughs> Adam Reynolds. Adam, so Adam's running right because he can see an overlap and suddenly gets a message going tick, 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 left, left, left. And the ball then goes, oh, shit. So the ball goes left and everyone goes, how did that happen? So is, how's the coach operating that? Is, is it a keyboard or is it? I think it's a joystick. <laughs> <laughs> Even <laughs> Darren Lockie's going, I had that at the time, you know? Well, you know, we were talking last year about the Red Mist Merchants and it seemed to us that <laughs> evil, crazy Ivan Cleary and mm. Robbo might have been ahead of that and having the ability to disperse the right amount of Red Mist on their own players yeah, and course, all that sort of, of thing. Course. The way that Teddy Tedesco jinks and runs and changes direction... Jeez, that'd be pretty good, wouldn't you? I'm wondering if Robbo's an early adopter and yeah, Teddy's... Because yeah. let's face it, that is an ample yeah. ass. Because you know there are gamer Olympics Can I use now? the word accommodating? Accommodating, yes. Gamer Olympics. So the, you've got to have someone yes, who's really fast. Steven. So, so, yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't be Kevin or Wayne. They're no good on a joystick, right? Well, it gives a whole new meaning to fast twitch fibre. That's right, that's which, right. Yeah, which, yeah. Which is, like fast twitch which, which is required by successful sprinters. Yeah. <laughs> and God love the Chinese, because aren't they really on top of this sort of stuff? So no wonder he defecates. Later. If you've got some sort of vibrating plug while you're playing, and how long does chess take? Well, Chinese chess. See, Chinese chess is not chess. Ah. It's a different game. Oh, okay. You know, it's a bit like royal tennis's squashes tennis and all that sort of thing. Okay. Is it a reboot? Is it a sequel? I don't really know. Build so I again. Don't, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know how long a Chinese right. chess game. Let's assume it takes a long while. Let's assume long yeah. enough. So when you get back to the hotel, okay, you had a couple of drinks, but really, is that in the atrocity category that rugby league players do? I don't think so. Well, as you know. Modern sport is always characterised by it's an arms race and technology is always ahead of the rules. Yes, that's right. I think the technology is way ahead of the way rules. <laughs> and can I just say, maybe Robbo is smarter than we think because the avocado trial. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. We were wondering why you Lindsay put avocado Collins. Up, your, up your butthole, yeah. Lindsay. What's the point of that? It's just exercise, getting ready. <laughs> clinch, clinch, sending a signal. Except the avocados don't send signals unless they're adapted <laughs> with electronics. Chris. <laughs> can you imagine? We're going to get a big pre-season with the avocados. Yes. Yeah. Followed by the beads yeah, yeah, during yeah. the regular season and playoffs. Gee, with, between Vegas and Analbees, it's going to be a big year. Chris. I can't wait for I it, Stephen. I am looking forward to it in Flano we trust. In Luai we trust. Okay. In 25. See you at the beginning of the season. Bye-bye. So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snotting roundup of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!